You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. For many families, that first home purchase is the first step into building wealth and stabilizing their economic futures. But a new report finds that the classic starter homes, newly built and moderately priced, are scarce here in Metro Detroit, threatening that path into the real estate market. J.C. Reindel is a business reporter for the Detroit Free Press. He wrote about this issue recently, and he joins us to talk more about what is going on. J.C., welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's start with uh, what you uh, found in your reporting, this idea that starter homes uh, are no longer appealing to the builders, the people who would put them up and, and sell them, and therefore are becoming more scarce here in Metro Detroit. I think uh, if we sort of broaden the lens a little, uh, we can talk about just the, the, the general moving away from that starter home price point, uh, not just with newly built homes, but with, with other homes, making it more difficult for people to, to take that first step uh, and get in on real estate. Indeed, for a lot of the builders, the the price point they've been focusing on the last five years or so has been four hundred thousand and above, mm-hmm. and there's very little product, uh, you know, new homes being built uh, for what traditionally has been the the starter home figure or our entry level home because a lot of empty nesters will want to move into those houses as well, and that was two twenty five or below, rough, very roughly two twenty five or below. Um, but we're hearing from a lot of builders, uh, a lot of builders associations that it is very hard to make money um, at that starter home level. Um, for uh, you know, The land prices are higher. There, there's less. Um, you know, there, there could be a labor shortage. Mm-hmm. Uh, many other reasons, too. The, the, the price of materials is a lot higher. And, and especially the, the lot costs in desirable communities, uh, many of them are already built out. But there are some, uh, some spots opening up. Um, some former golf courses have become subdivisions. Um, in very desirable communities like Royal Oak, but the the lot prices there, um, you know, the, the builders have to have to buy the lots, and then they, um, because of the, the the price, the what the consumer ends up paying is a lot more than what traditionally would be a, a starter home. Yeah. So, are there places in Metro Detroit where this is playing out more dramatically than in other places, or is this uh, region wide? I'd say region wide. Um, the more uh, the more popular, the, the hotter the the the, the, the suburb, uh, you know, the, the higher the home price would be. We did find some uh, you know some pretty good priced homes. There's there's you know some subdivisions being built downriver, some in in a, in a suburb of Flint, um, but locally the, the the new starter home product that we have seen being built a lot, they tend to be townhouses or um, they're, they're detached condos. Which I, was a new term for me since I, they look very much like a house, but they are a condo association. You pay your condo dues. Mm-hmm. It looks like a house, but but you, they call it a condo. And those still tend to be uh, roughly around the you know the starter home price point, maybe a little bit higher. Um, but that is the one product we have seen you know closer into the the city and in the really desirable suburbs um, that is still there for for, for young families or, or um, you know new empty nesters. You know, who wants something that, that that's small and affordable? Yeah, uh, and and when we talk about this sort of drop off in the uh, the building of these houses, I mean, we're talking about a really dramatic drop off. In your story, you report that there were sixty two hundred permits issued for single family houses uh, across uh, the six or seven county area here in southeast Michigan, 
And that's down from 16,000 permits in 2000. So that's a really marked shift in, in the market. Indeed, there has been, we've been following this story for, for a while, there's been a, a huge um, decrease in the number of, of new homes being built, um, especially since the, uh, you know, since the recession. Um, and, and that could be part of the, the, the problem or, or why the, the prices of homes have, have gone up a lot. Yeah. is there's less uh, new, new product being built. And at the same time, the flip side of this, I guess, is that the idea that if you own one of those kinds of homes now and wanted to sell it and maybe step up to a, a bigger, more expensive home, the demand is is quite high because the availability is just not all, all, all it should be. Yeah, it's been a definite seller's market in that uh, the price point's there for, for a couple years now. Um, we, we hear that if you're selling a house that is you know, in, uh, you know, under, under 400,000, um, within days, you know, you'll, you'll be having, having multiple offers, mm-hmm. um, over asking price bids. There's going to be bidding wars, um, which is definitely a welcome change. I'm sure for those, those folks looking to sell compared to, you know, say, uh, 2011. Right. Right. When things were really, really difficult. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. Uh, my guest is J.C. Rindle. He's a reporter at the Detroit Free Press. Uh, wrote a story recently about the declining numbers of starter homes being built here in Michigan, leaving first-time buyers in something of a lurch. Uh, are you someone who's trying to buy your first Home. Did you have trouble finding a starter home in this region? Are you interested in new houses but are just not finding anything that seems affordable or right for your thir- circumstances? Think about the numbers, $400,000 for a first house. Most people are looking for significantly less uh, in terms of that price point, $225,000 or less. Are you having a hard time finding houses for that price here in Metro Detroit. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will work you into the conversation. Uh, JC, let's talk about the ripple effect on the rest of the housing market when you don't have these new entry-level homes being built. Uh, we are seeing, you know, it's a tighter housing market overall than it was 10 years ago. That's a, a good thing in some ways, but are there other effects of this that are uh, playing out? Uh, we've definitely seen it. Uh, if you're a buyer, you know, in the market for one of these houses, um, you know, in that press point, a new or existing house, in Metro Detroit, it's a very frustrating experience um, because the inventory of the existing homes is, is very low too at that mm-hmm. price point. Um, again, that that's good for sellers, but if you want to buy, um, especially if you're a first-time buyer, um, that can be very a, a real challenge. Um, you know, we we've heard some realtors mention they have to to waive you know various fees, um, and, and you have to move very very quick um, if you want to uh, t- to bid on one of these houses because the the market is so hot. Um, you know, one, uh, one realtor said that he, he tells his clients that um, if you want to sleep on it, you know, you're, you're not going to sleep in it because you got to move very fast. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what are buyers doing if they're not able to find affordable houses that, uh, you know, when they're when they're ready to buy? Are they just waiting and renting or are they turning to, to alternatives that they might not have thought of a few years ago? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it sounds like they're just they're waiting. And I think if 
from what I've heard, um, if people do do look long enough for for many months, or they look outside of the desirable areas that they had had aimed for, um, a further commute for them perhaps, um, eventually they do find something. Um, but it it is very frustrating and not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Tell us about your first home buying experience. If you're someone who's trying to buy a home here in Metro Detroit for the first time, if you did it before and notice a change in the market since then, uh, give us a call. Let us know how that all worked out for you. Tim in Dearborn, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning. Thanks. How are you? Sure. How are you? Good. So um, I just closed on a house in West Dearborn, um, uh, right at the end of last month, and you guys are talking kind of about the the new builds, mm-hmm. but I think there are plenty of like what I bought. You know, you're saying 225 and less for a new build is hard to come by. I bought my house for 117. Uh, it's just under 1,100 square feet, three mm-hmm. beds, two baths. So I think there's plenty of opportunities uh, if you're not if you're willing to take on sort of a project. I mean, this, right. this house was a, this house was a rental. <laughs> okay. So it needs a little bit of TLC, but I think, I think the houses are out there in that, in that price range. Now it did take me since last September to get into this place. Wow. Wow. Uh, so it was quite a process to find a place, but, but you did find um, something. Yeah. 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 You know, I th- and I think they are out there if you're, if you're not, uh, if you're not looking for, you know, an HGTV move-in ready kind of thing. <laughs> right, right. Tim, thanks very much uh, for the call. Also, congratulations on uh, on your home buy. Uh, what about the idea of going to older communities, older established communities here in uh, Metro Detroit, buying something that has been there for a while and uh, hasn't uh, sort of experienced that same jump that uh, that these new houses have uh, have experienced. Yeah, that's a definite option. You know, this story did focus more on the uh, the suburbs, but but obviously, you know, closer into the city, you know, even within the city, there are, there are a lot of still relatively great deals out there. Um, but as a caller just described, you know, many of the homes do require a bit of work. Uh, they might not be as move-in ready as uh, as people might might desire. Um, but I think if if, if people do want to you know, find a, a good price. Um, you know they should be creative where, where where they're looking, and you know if they don't find their you know their their first choice community, uh, keep looking at others. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, Tim, congrats and uh, thanks for the call. Let's go to Gene in Detroit. Gene, welcome to Detroit today. Uh, thank you, Stephen. Good morning. Hey. Uh, if the city would implement and enforce the ordinance that's already on the books for over thirty years called the nuisance, the nuisance abatement, abatement yeah. repair to own ordinance. Uh, they would solve that problem immediately instead of tearing down uh, these houses willy-nilly without even inspection for uh, structural uh, integrity. Uh, you would have tens of thousands of, of homes that could be affordable for people right now with uh, that are structurally sound, that are re- repairable. Right. Uh, the ordinance is seven dash nine seven, chapter fourteen, article yeah. Roman numeral ten. Yeah, Gene. As always, thanks for the call and and for that info. And you're absolutely right that if uh, the city were enforcing that ordinance, uh, houses would not fall into the disrepair that they 
that they do before we end up tearing them down. Uh, talk about the role, JC, we've got about a minute left, uh, the role that the city and its real estate challenges plays in in this uh, story that you've written, which is, which is of course, about a, a very different dynamic further out from the city. Um, yeah, the... Yeah. Um, I think there are a lot of opportunities, you know, in, in the city, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in the neighborhoods, um, you know, with particularly a lot of the land bank houses. Yeah. Um, they, you know, I mean, it's a way to sort of counteract this expense of building new houses further out if you could sort of attract people back in with, uh, with, with low prices and high-quality housing that might, uh, that might make it easier for folks. Yeah, there, there's still a substantial housing stock mm-hmm. in, in the city for sure. Yeah. You don't have to build new. Right. <clears throat> okay, J.C. Reindel, reporter for the Detroit Free Press. Thanks very much for being here with us on Detroit Today. Thank you for having me. That's going to do it for us today. Remember, Thursday, April 19th, we'll be at Hamlin Pub in, Sham- in uh, Shelby Township for Smart Politics. Come out, have a beverage or two. Talk to us about the things that matter to you here in the region. Tell us what you want us to focus on at this year's Mackinac Policy Conference at the end of May. Detroit Today is produced by Laura Weber Davis and Jake Neer. Our program director is Joan Isabella. The technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. Our associate producers are Gus Navarro and Ziad Butch. Detroit Today's theme song was composed by WDET's Sam Bobian. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you tomorrow.